0: Hello, and welcome to Blogging Business Owner Podcast. I'm your co-host, Chaitanya.
1: And I'm your co-host, Anna. It's good to have you here. This episode may contain affiliate links.
0: And remember, this is not legal or financial advice. Now, let's start the show.
1: Today's topic is the June 2021 income report. Each month, we come together and we review our statistics on how we're doing with blogging. And I do want to start by saying that during the summertime, it's, it's pretty usual to uh, have numbers drop just overall. And we are a new blog, but we're also seeing that trend. And so you're going to hear a little bit about that trend. I don't think it's necessarily like something to make us um, like more aware, you know, of our weaknesses or to discourage us. I just think it's a trend and we can see that. Um, that it just happens every year. Um, of course, some dips are lower than others. And, and not every year is the same, like 2020, you know, was a different year. Uh, but overall, you you do see a, a dip. Um, we, we tracked it all the way from 2004. And that's, um, it, it's just something that happens. And so we would just want to make you aware of that. And yeah, and we'll continue with, uh, with what we got for you. So let's go over uh, some of the things that we said we were going to fix or we were going to work on last month. And one of those was load speed. And load speed continues to be uh, something that we struggle with. We did do some work with Cloudways as far as uh, there was some glitch. I don't remember exactly what the glitch was, Uh, but we got that fixed. And I know that was something that was the website was struggling with. Uh, However, it didn't solve all of our problems. For example, when we look at mobile speed, it went from 16 to 17. So it improved, uh, but not by much. And that's still in the red, right? And there's like three sections to load speed. Uh, Yellow would be like 50 to 89. And then where we want to be is uh, in the green, which is 90 to 100. When we look at the desktop speed it also improved. Uh, We made that change and that went from 28 to 37. Uh, And so it continues to be, you know, on in the red. And we are going to continue to work with Cloudways as far as like the CDN. Uh, And we'll get more into how we continue to work with uh, the load speed for the app.
0: Yeah. So thanks for that overview about uh, fixing stuff on the website. I think like we started with Cloudways because that was the easiest thing to do because they could like look at the server, look at the settings, and fix things on there. And that might be like uh, slowing down the website, consuming a lot of CPU and memory on the server, stuff like that. Um, they have told us they have done it, but we might go and check at it. Check, do a check on that once again. Uh, If we see that it's still an issue, then we'll have to ask them what's happening. Uh, Other than that, uh, the other optimizations, uh, we haven't looked at it yet, but like uh, it's on our plan to do it sometime. I think like most of the other optimizations, like optimizing the number of WordPress plugins we use, uh, if we had some extra JavaScript and stuff like that, some extra scripts on our side, we have already like, Uh, removed all those type of of things. And we think that it's in a good place, but we'll still look at uh, what we can do to improve our load speed.
1: And we also host our CDN with Cloudways. And that was a conversation that we did not have with Cloudways. We kind of focused on some of the errors that were coming up. Uh, We were getting some error messages uh, from them. And so we focused on those. And so I think Going back to Cloudways and talking about the CDN and how it's supporting us, I think would would be a good conversation. Another thing that we said that we would be focusing on uh, was Medium. So we thought about expanding the newsletter to Medium, uh, and it's been going well. I mean, I've posted uh, two times now, and uh, it, it it has you know, I haven't gained any traction. But overall, uh, we made a profile, we have to post up, and I think that's a good start. Uh, we I was invited to join the partnership program. But I, I need to read more about uh, the clauses that come with that. Because maybe, you know, once we join, then it's a possibility that they might say that you can't post the same content in other places. So then that would mean, you know, solely having Medium and then cutting out the newsletters that I post on LinkedIn and Reddit and and Substack, of course. And so I just need to read it first and, and see if that's something that, you know, might come, you know, but I think that right now it's, it's fine. You know, the good thing is that we got it started.
0: Yeah, the intention behind going on Medium was like it gave us a new source of uh, acquiring users for our website, a new source for traffic. Uh, Medium has a dedicated audience which subscribes to Medium itself to access content. So we were thinking that it might be a good idea to um, get started on Medium, see what kind of traction we get and improve our audience numbers.
1: In addition to that, we've also found that Substack is really a great platform for like finance or creative writing, not so much for like informative stuff. So my content is more informative and it it just doesn't seem to fit very much with Substack and about Substack there is a com- there are communities that support Substack that are not on Substack if that makes any sense so for example there's um a lot of people promote their newsletters like on Twitter so they have their own circle uh that cross promotes uh from Substack to Twitter and you gain attraction on Twitter there are also websites that are dedicated to building communities and promoting your Substack newsletter and those are mostly composed of, you know, finance and, um, and creative writing as well. And so um, uh, I think my niche doesn't really fit with Substack, but um, maybe it's too early to tell. And so that's why we are kind of expanding out and seeing where uh, we're going to get the best value. I did try the Twitter newsletters um, review. I did not like it. I mostly did not like it because it it doesn't promote well. Uh so like you don't get a card on Twitter or on LinkedIn. It's just simply a link. It's it's just it's really um difficult to promote it. And so I tried it. I didn't like it. But you know, we did talk last month about being more active on Reddit and Quora. And I'm happy to say that we I have been more active. So every month I post a link, a poll, an article, answer questions uh, for Reddit and Quora. And, and it's been going well. I mean, again, because the content here is more informative, I am doing way better on Quora than I am on Reddit. But um, I, in the past, we have seen that Reddit users uh, convert to going off of the website off Reddit and going into, you know, my personal site. And so we're going to continue to watch the numbers and and engagement. Uh we also talked last month about Pinterest and focusing on fresh pins. And we do have that one pin that continues to have so many views every month. It has gone down to about 43,000 views per month. Uh, but that's still beating a lot of the other pins. I mean, m- every pin, actually. And there has been uh, a loss of traction because now idea pins have, you know, it's open to everybody. Now it's not just, you know, the select group. And so I think more people having access has like decreased the amount of push that Pinterest gives to it. Um, but, you know, some of the things that I've done is that I've uh, created fresh pins almost every day and put them on the platform. Of course, I use things like Tailwind and, you know, things like that, which probably are not helping the account. But it's, I don't know, you know. What I do know is that Pinterest users do convert. They do go on the website. So even though the stats on Pinterest are low the conversion rate is high, and so that's really, you know, what we're aiming for, so uh, we'll talk more about how Pinterest is doing, but yeah, I'm posting fresh pins almost every day, but I haven't been able to capture that uniqueness and flair that um, the pin that is gone viral, I guess, uh, kind of took, and, and we have this, I have a link on the article, so you can go see the pin there, and, and just kind of, you could, I would love to hear your comments as far as why is it doing so well. It was something that I created on a whim um, from my phone. And I just, it was just kind of creative expression. Um, I was really trying to figure out how Canva worked. It wasn't about like trying to create like the best pin. I was just putting like random stuff together. And, you know, it, it came out to be one of the best pins or the best pin, I should say. And and it wasn't an instant hit either. It took about a month or two before it gained traction. So that's another thing that I feel with Pinterest is that you don't see it right away. You know, it goes viral. You kind of have to wait. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, the changes that we're making now are are going to show up, you know, within a month or two. As far as the podcast, we did talk about, you know, different audio qualities and editing. I am doing the editing now and it, um, so you might not see a lot of detail in the editing, um, but please let me know because I try to make it as, you know, as fluid as possible. We did work with audio quality, uh, with remaster media, I'm not completely convinced that it was the best for us. Um, I feel like sometimes it almost feels like um, the audio is muffled, uh, which which really I don't like it. You know, I like it when the voice is very crisp, and I do understand that sometimes we have background noise, but really it's not all that much. So adding, uh, you know, background noise reduction, it—I'm not sure. I just don't know if it's like something that I want to continue to do. Uh, But I would love to get your comments. I'm happy to say that we have uh, continued to grow our course, and it's coming out pretty good. I really like it. Um, I'm working through some, you know, through the gamification. And through adding content via video and making it uh, like as easy to follow as possible. So that's what I'm working on right now. But I know that my focus should really be on the course wait list uh, because I want to know how many people are actually interested, you know, in, in purchasing this because that's really good data. And so I'm going to continue to focus on, you know, a way to start a waitlist that is easy and, and attractive. And, you know, aside from, or in addition to working with the course waitlist, I've also taken up all of, you know, the background <laughs> systems with a blog post. And so now I'm, you know, writing, editing, proofreading, uploading, all the stuff, uh, by myself. And so, yeah, June was a big shift because I I went from having some support to doing it myself. And, um, it's been, you know, I think it's been really good. I, I don't think it's, um, I don't think the quality has been compromised. You know, the, the little changes that I've made have been just like systematic. Like what is the best way to make sure that I'm you know, working on multiple things at once without like kind of dropping the ball on one or the other. And, uh, so far I think it's been good. I mean, there's been articles published every week. And on top of that, I'm remastering articles from, uh, that we have published in the past. So right now I am like without counting the show notes, I am publishing about two a week. Uh, One of them being remastered and the other one being like a fresh article. And, you know, that's, that's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot to say that. Uh, And, and then, you know, we're going to start posting two articles per week in August. And so right now I'm happy to say that we are, you know, completely ahead uh, one month. So if I were to stop working, this would continue to go on for a month. Uh, Without me having to interact with it, which is really great. I'm (laughs) really, really happy about that. And I hope to kind of, you know, like use July to get ahead for the rest of the year. I know it's a big goal, but (laughs) that's kind of what I aim to do.
0: Okay, now let's discuss our uh, income report for the month of June. So, uh, our usual summary for the income reports is broken down into two parts where we list our incomes, where we list our expenses, and where we try to show that uh, whether we have had a profit or a loss for that month. We also break down some of the expenses and incomes. Uh, That gives you insights into how we are monetizing our different uh, blogs, podcasts, and etc. So the expenses for the month for of June have been primarily uh, on Upwork. Uh, the overall expenses were like five sixty one dollars. Yeah. Out of that, uh, the primary expense was on Upwork, which was about three forty dollars. And the rest of the stuff uh, for our expenses was primarily tools that we use in our like uh, daily blogging and podcasting life. Tools like Cloudways, Phrase. Uh, zero for general business management headliner shortly and conversion
1: we have a line for subscriptions but subscriptions we like to pay things um, sort of like for the year except for things that we might let go of because there's so many new innovations coming up and so like headliner right it's a it's, um, audio clips like audio waves it's not something that we absolutely need but it does make my life easier to have it but then again that's all it does and so I'm pretty sure that there's going to be somebody else that comes up with a similar product because it's just so easy to make and that is going to be like cheaper (laughs) so that's why we've decided for some of these to not even pay for the whole year but anyway last month the subscriptions were crazy because I bought full subscriptions to a couple of things and so today we we I mean, this month we did go down substantially. And as far as income, we did have $117 of income. And that was, um, you know, about a dollar of that was the podcast. And then um, I did a return of later the subscription for, you know, later the uh, social media scheduler. Uh, And they were, they refunded me like about half of what I had paid and the main reason that I kind of unsubscribed from later was because they just didn't really give me any benefit anymore. Uh, Before, they were the only ones that, you know, you could schedule a story, um, I'm sorry, a carousel. And now, you know, like the downside of that was that you had a notification and then you had to manually post it. I mean, it was kind of crazy. And the other thing that attracted me to later was um, that you can post or you can schedule for TikTok. You know, the bad thing about that was that, you know, like TikTok is a full vertical, um, Instagram is more of like a 1080 by 1080, so a square. And so I was posting things on TikTok that were really for Instagram. And it just wasn't like really matching with the platform. Anyhow, since I subscribed to later um, Facebook uh, studio, but they came out with a way to schedule carousels without getting a notification for free. And then TikTok came out with their own scheduler. Where you can schedule things, and again, with no notification, it goes up all by itself. So there was no use to use Leader anymore. It's just, I mean, it's a nice platform, but you, you know, it was just more of a headache, I think. So, you know, all in all, we came out in the negative again, uh, about $400, and I, I do think that we're going to narrow that uh, within the upcoming months, just because a lot of the help that I was receiving, I, you know, no longer have. The biggest expense is Upwork and, you know, it's not going to be as large. Uh, we're going to list the affiliate companies within our blog post and you're, you know, welcome to go check that out. And then we have the full list always updated on the website as well. And now for a break, stay with us. Hey, it's Anna, and the newsletter is open right now at bloggingbusinessowner.com newsletter. My newsletter is the most comprehensive service for blogging business owners. Each week, the newsletter focuses on strategies, features, and the benefits for online businesses. The blogging business owner newsletter is the number one way that I get to connect with you each week. Having the newsletter is what drives traffic to my site every single day. So dive in now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. bloggingbusinessowner.com com slash n e w s l e t t e r. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com com slash newsletter. So as you know, I have been in the podcasting space for some weeks now, and I have been very lucky to produce successful episodes. If you want to hear more episodes, go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast. Access the one stop to subscribe to your favorite platform and connect with us online. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast. Hosting your website just got easier. With Cloudways, I was able to set up my website in no time. Their easy-to-navigate features make hosting a website of breeze. So stop by bloggingbusinessowner.com slash cloudways for your free three-day trial. bloggingbusinessowner.com slash c-l-o-u-d-w-a-y-s. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash cloudways. Wow.
0: Let's look at some analytics that we are tracking for the month of June When we look at analytics, we try and focus on uh, getting more visitors to our website, more traffic on our website, more audience to our website. And what we want to do while we get more visitors on our website is we want to track where we are getting this traffic or audience from, like from different social media accounts, from different... So talking about social media, um, this time around, uh, this month... uh, All of our social media performed really well as compared to previous months. So we are doing really well in our social media game for this month. The most uh, significant social media that are working for us in terms of generating number of followers for accounts or the number of audience that we have for our accounts is Instagram, uh, Pinterest, TikTok, and LinkedIn, in that order.
1: Let's start with Instagram. So Instagram as you know, uh, the platform is mostly used by women. (laughs) And um, we actually have almost a split of, you know, 56% of our audience are women, and 44% are men. And so that that's really unique for, you know, the Instagram followers or the Instagram, you know, uh, people that are on Instagram. And when really looking at like the genders, we see that there are more men between the ages of 18 and 24 and more women between the ages of 25 and 34. So it's interesting to see uh, the different demographics. And then we have uh, people that are following us all the way to 65 plus, which is really great to see. And I I would love to learn more. Um, You know, when I started blogging business owner, I really thought about who our audience would be. And a big part of me wanted to target that 65 and older demographic because I knew that a lot of people were going to be retiring because of, you know, the pandemic and it's just, you know, it's just better to just, you know, kind of retire and let other people deal with all this, like, technology and all that stuff. And then, you know, people that are 65 and older hold so much knowledge, so much um, just structural, systematic Uh, the way the world works sort of knowledge. But it's hard for uh, people that didn't grow up with, you know, that weren't technology natives, to be able to communicate all of their knowledge. And and it's so much uh, so I really thought about targeting people that were 65 and older, and that is still something that I'm interested in doing. And so um, if you're out there, we would love to hear, you know, your comments and how you would best prefer to connect with us. And, you know, as far as like countries, the U.S. is our biggest demographic, which is so great uh, because we know that the U.S. likes to spend money. And so that's always a good thing to see in your social media. And I know that last week Reels was open to a lot more of um, kind of the global population. And so we're you know, I'm hoping to see these numbers um, and how they change. So I really love uh, the data that Creator Studio gave to us. I think that it's in depth and um, it, it was easy for me to, to kind of see this um, these numbers. Now I do want to say that in the middle of June, we did get access to reels for a couple of hours. (laughs) And so we see that there is a spike in the mid of June. But, you know, within those couple of hours that we did have reels enabled, I did get to post about four times, there wasn't a lot of traction, because even reels, they do take a little bit to kind of gained traction. And then reels was disconnected again from our profile. So I don't know what's going on. But we haven't had reels for all of June. And and that's probably why you know, it's it's dipped in the overall. Uh, so like last month, we were like, you know, gaining like 28,000 impressions, even though we only had reels for half of the month. But this month, we only had reels for like four hours, I think. (laughs) And so overall impressions is about 4.7 thousand, which I was really impressed to see when I did see that because I thought it was like much, much lower. Uh, But, you know, we're in the thousands, which is pretty impressive, you know, with with content that is not reels based. Uh, So I'm very proud of it. um, And I hope to continue on Instagram uh for sure
0: so now moving on to twitter for our social media analytics uh in general we saw a boost in all the metrics for twitter uh this was primarily due to more engagement uh by us on the uh twitter platform itself we we were replying to messages that we received from our audience we were posting more often Um, we were trying to provide a personal connection and engagement to our audience on the platform. And it shows uh, in the metric for LinkedIn. Again, like we have a growing trend over here for this month. So in general, we have seen a lot more visitors as compared to the last month uh, on LinkedIn. And we have also... uh, Engage with a lot more audience on LinkedIn as followers. We have a lot more followers this month uh, as compared to last month.
1: And LinkedIn does have a good conversion rate, which we're going to get to, you know, later on as far as like, what do these numbers actually mean for, you know, the business? Uh, However, I think LinkedIn is such a tricky platform because it almost feels like not genuine conversations. I feel like uh, I, like I have good traction, I guess, with my personal LinkedIn, right? Because like I I work with some people on my LinkedIn, and so I see their resume. But as far as like genuine comments and interactions, I don't see it as much on there. I see more like I think people have like a loophole to LinkedIn, where it's just funny how like, sometimes I'll follow someone or someone follows me or whatever it's called. And I automatically get like the scripted uh, message of them trying to get me to call them or, you know, have something like, like a more intimate kind of like conversation of, you know, you want to interview for this, you want to, you know, stuff like that. And it's just, Um, I don't know, it doesn't seem genuine. It seems like automated. (laughs) So I'm going to continue to be on LinkedIn. I think it's good for, you know, later on to get sponsorships and so that, you know, people can see that there's actually like profile. But as far as connecting with people, I I haven't really found value. So Reddit is still just, you know, the same as it was last month. I will say, you know, Reddit uh, communities are very active and they're very open to, you know, like, Uh, calling you out and um, supporting you and coming out to the website and actually like interacting with you. But again, I think that my type of content doesn't fit with Reddit. I feel like Reddit is more about what's happening now, you know, and it has to be now. It's almost like quicker than Twitter, I feel. (laughs) And so if it's not now, it just it kind of isn't relevant and it's not gonna pick up traction, right? It's more about like the news and what's uh you know what's going on with uh you know the construction on whatever street and you know what's the holiday and how was you know stuff like that I feel so I think I fit in more with quora, and I was so surprised because on quora i have i have been putting a little bit more focus, like I said you know earlier about you know kind of posting um uh, just articles answering questions I haven't been very aggressive with it I've just kind of I think I've done it probably two weeks um out of June maybe more I don't know but I at least two weeks and I was so surprised to see that I have six subscribers on Quora which was like crazy you know for having such low attention and reaching 2.43 thousand views which is which is half of Instagram and we've been on Instagram active on Instagram for like four months at least and Quora has just been like two weeks (laughs) so it might be a better platform for me I think Uh, but you know nothing beats Pinterest like I said before like in Pinterest monthly views we did go down severely uh, I broke 350 sometime in May or June or... Um, I'm sorry, May or April. And now we're all the way down to 172 monthly views, which is like basically like half.
0: 172,000,
1: uh, I 172,000, yeah, yeah. We broke 350,000 before. Uh, but, you know, we continue to grow in followers and I think a lot of this is just because of idea pens. Maybe, you know, I don't know. I probably have to look at Pinterest a little bit more and kind of see what the reports are. Uh, but, you know, overall, yeah, impressions are going down, but more people are coming out of the platform and actually going to the website, which is, you know, what we want <laughs> overall. But if you look at, you know, the overall performance of, you know, the top pins, that top pin that gets about 40,000 views per month now, you know, at some point it was getting like 80,000 is, uh, we posted it back in, you know, late February. So when we started this and it's gained 224,000 views overall, and, uh, like people have clicked on the pin over a thousand times. But then you look at like kind of the other top pins and they're super low. I mean, we're just talking about like, you know, in the last 30 days, they're about like three point nine uh, thousand. Whereas before we would post a, an idea pin and within five minutes, it was getting like 10,000 impressions, which was, you know, crazy amount. But now that it's opened up, we are getting less traction. And and I did post a picture of, you know, recent pins And so those are all pins that I've posted today, which is July the 5th. Uh, So happy 4th of July. Um, But you'll you'll see that they don't get as much traction. Like some of them are at zero. (laughs) Other ones that are at 149, which is like super low than what we saw before. Okay, this is the first month that I'm going to report on TikTok and YouTube because for some reason we weren't doing it. Like it was just something that we just totally slipped and weren't doing it. So... We're going to start to report on TikTok and YouTube, uh, but we have been doing TikTok and YouTube from the beginning, I believe. Uh, We just, I don't know, we just missed it. And so on TikTok, it's super amazing. I have 58 followers, which is crazy, I feel, because my content is totally not native to the platform. Um, And same for YouTube. I don't do anything that is native to the YouTube platform. I think that most of the time for YouTube, it's, you know, usually like you see people or people are showing their face or there's some type of, you know, like news or, you know, there's just some movement. And for us, it's not like that. For us, we just put an image, the wave, uh, the audio wave, and it's the podcast that is playing. And the reason we did that is because we know that a lot of people do you know, like I do, I listen to my podcast on YouTube. And so if it's not on YouTube, I probably won't find it. (laughs) So um, that's why we did it, because I think a lot of people are on YouTube. And we did gain a subscriber this month, which is amazing. That's really great, you know, because I feel like on YouTube, it's really hard to grow, especially with our content. Uh, So to gain a subscriber is, is always like amazing. And we have been doing really good on YouTube, despite our content not being native. Uh, We are at, you know, 1.8 in watch time, which is like, almost two hours, which is like awesome. We grew by three hundred percent as compared to last month. And the average duration is about two minutes, which is also really great. That went up, you know, double. We're doing great. I feel like um you know the, the videos that are doing the best are the content videos, right? The ones that are like the full podcast. I do upload shorts, and those just like don't perform. Um, but <laughs> overall, it's it's doing really well. And, you know, our impressions are going down. But what I have noticed consistently is that there is a group that has been following us and does continue to re-engage with our content, which is really great because now we're finding our community. And, you know, it's... it's um, it's just so great to be able to kind of lean on, you know, on our community and be able to have honest feedback. So even though we're not growing as far as as far as like expanding and going viral, that's not the point of this. The point of this is to nurture our community. And we do see, you know, that there are people that are continue to come back. So overall, we did gain 44 views, which is awesome. Uh, and, you know, one more subscriber so that was really great
0: so now we are going to talk about the analytics for the podcasts. Um, in general summer so we are in summertime summertime is the time to relax stay stay with your family go to the beach enjoy and have a good time even during this time where we would think that most people are like not into podcasts and uh, social media because they are spending more time with their family having uh, going out traveling Uh, we are seeing that the podcast analytics are sustaining the number of views plays that we are getting previously we see that that's still true Uh, that means that our audience is still interested in our podcast and is engaging with our podcast Now let's talk about our website which is hosted using WordPress and we use Google Analytics to look at the metrics of our visitors. So for June's analytics we see that uh, the number of users have gone down a little bit, the number of page views and sessions have gone down a little bit. Uh, The primary reason for this is like people are... uh, this time of the year is when like people are less interested in blogs and engagement Uh, in reading type of formats because this is summertime people are mostly chilling and like relaxing uh, doing other things so they probably don't even log on to a lot of websites (laughs) and look at the website so I would think it makes sense uh, that the numbers are going down a little bit Uh, we looked at the numbers for the entire year and we have seen that there are hot patches hot patches as in Like there are some months during the year where blogging really picks up and summer is not like a time for blogging to pick up. So it's going to be a little bit of downtime for probably a month or two. I don't know. But yeah, overall, we are hopeful that it will pick up because it's a normal yearly cycle. That's how things work.
1: Yeah. In addition to that, I think, you know, we've been in quarantine for like a year and a half, I feel. And this is the first time that people, you know, are fully vaccinated, and they're actually able to go out. So I, I think that promotes even more um, disengagement with online sources, just because, you know, people want to go out, people want to see the beach. Um, there are some babies that have never, you know, done some things that are pretty kind of casual to do or that we did pre, you know, 2020. And and. It- I, I remember we went to the beach a couple of weeks ago and, um, yeah, there were some babies and I know the parents were talking about it that had never seen the ocean and it was just kind of nuts to kind of see what the reaction was like. And, um, there was some toddlers that, you know, probably were too young to remember, you know, pre COVID. And it was just like a scream fest. It was so much fun to, to see, you know, all the kids enjoying, you know, the, The beach and the water and the waves, it it was so much fun. But yeah, I mean, we do want to see these kind of changes, right? And I know that some people are even, you know, starting to travel, which is, um, you know, commendable, I guess. (laughs) Because, you know, they're, anyway, I'm not going to get too much into it. But yeah, I mean, we do have a bar graph and we also have a table to kind of show the differences uh, for You know what has been happening on um, our WordPress website. Like I said, we did get uh, approved for Google AdSense, but we haven't done it because I just think that right now we're too small and it's just gonna negatively affect the uh, user experience. But as far as like sessions and page views, yes, we did go down. Uh, We're at the lowest we've ever been with um, sessions, and then with page views, we're you know like above water a little bit with that. Uh, but it's expected. As far as bounce rate, I'm so happy that it continues to go down, which is super great, right? Because we want to get that bounce rate as low as possible. And 50% is already like super low. I've seen tons of websites where their bounce rate is about 80 or 90. And ours is 50. And we continue to work to you know lower it. And I feel like If we can work, you know, with our work to continue to lower, uh, I'm sorry, to increase the page speed, I feel like it will um, affect the bounce rate in a positive way. So
0: we, we use Google Analytics to see our top performing pages on our website. Top performing page on our website is our homepage. Because every, everything redirects there, right? So I think that makes sense. Other than that, we have seen that the income reports continue to be like one of the highest ranked pages on our website. And it makes sense. People want to know uh, more about how this is working out for us and how it might pan out for them if they want to try this out. So maybe that's why people are mostly interested in looking at the income reports and learning how we are doing and how uh, they might do if they were going to pursue this
1: we've been publishing the income reports about the second week of the month and that's because we we kind of get a fresh view of them but we're actually going to delay it later on to almost the end of the month because we really get a good analytics from google um kind of midway through the month and so we want to make sure that we're capturing the best data and so we're going to move it towards the end but it's just funny to see that if you know if we're looking at Uh, Instagram and, you know, and so on, they always perform better at the middle of the month, which is the same time that we release the income report. Uh (laughs) So I don't know if it's due to the income report or just people are just more active during the middle of the month. I I really don't know. Uh, But I I was looking at that correlation. I thought that was funny.
0: Another metric that we track on our website with Google Analytics is uh, the time on site that the people spend on our website. Um, Ideally, we want to have a trend which is increasing. And we have seen that on our website, we have continuously seen Uh, the trend uh, upward. So what we are seeing is that the time on site has increased considerably as compared to the first two, three months. That means that people are engaging with our content a lot more and are reading a lot more of our content. Uh, It's about three minutes right now, which is like uh, significantly higher than the previous months. I would say it's like at least double the previous month. Another thing that we track in our Analytics for our website is uh, the channels that are successful for us uh, for getting audience to our website. By channels, I mean like uh, social media, people coming to our website directly, uh, people searching for our website on search engines or referrals through other platforms. So in general, we see that most of our traffic on our website is directly people getting to our URL. Uh, The second rank is for social media. Uh, The third is like ranking through search engines. And the last one is through referrals. So we usually dive into our social channels and see which is the top performing social channel for us. And like in the past, uh, even this month, it has been Pinterest, which has been like, generating a lot of traffic for us to our website and leading a lot of conversions. And we see a spike in the number of uh, users for our website during the middle of the month when we normally publish our income reports. So I guess uh, it is highly correlated. (laughs) And as far as tracking the numbers for conversion and staying on the site, uh, for our website, we see that Pinterest and LinkedIn users are most likely to stay on our website longer and convert easily. That means like a lot of users try and stay on the website instead of being instead of bouncing out.
1: We added a table so that you can kind of, you know, just kind of uh, segmentate the numbers a little bit more. And you'll notice that, you know, both Pinterest and LinkedIn are at the top. And then followed by Twitter. But then when we kind of look a little bit closer and we look at, you know, sessions, you know, Twitter users dropped. uh, But overall, like Pinterest did a lot better than LinkedIn tripling the amount of new users that it it pushes and the amount of sessions that it uh, converts to. So a lot more people come to the website from Pinterest and they stay on the website and kind of look through different pages, which is what we want to do, right? That, that's, um, that's a positive um, indicator. Now, we're going to talk about Substack. Substack, um, again, it doesn't really perform for me, I feel. I have had more success with Substack than I did with uh, ConvertKit, and I think it's mostly because it keeps a log, of your uh, submissions, which I think is really great. Uh, You have, most people are coming directly, and I wish that it dove, these statistics dove even deeper into what directly actually means. Uh, But, you know, that maybe it's from the website, maybe it's from social media, I'm not quite sure. So we'll see. Uh, We do see some that are that say that they're coming from the website. And so Anyway, the statistics here are a little bit confusing, <laughs> but um, we continue to get traction um, and, and the most traction comes from kind of direct uh, links or direct contact. So what worked, I think I'm, you know, I'm super proud of blogging. Uh, we, like we said, you know, as far as like the written part of, you know, of, of blogging, we're about three months ahead. Uh, but as far as like the whole thing, like the 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 business around blogging, uh, that we're set for the next month, and so I'm really proud of of that, and I just hope to be able to, you know, continue to produce quality articles that are helping you, and in the meantime, you know, also creating, uh, continue to create. Uh, academies that are gonna work for you and I feel like what I've learned about blogging and how I've made it so easy for me to be able to juggle so many articles at once and be very consistent uh, from the beginning um, without any like um, actual like coaching or anything like that um, I feel like that's knowledge that I can share with you and i'm I am considering making uh, you know a course for that so that people can, quickly learn, you know, how to blog and not have a headache or not lose like an entire day to just like write one piece. I think overall what failed was Instagram. Um, we have been talking about how, uh, in the past months it was, um, kind of a focus to get more engagement, things like that. And I have grown in, um, followers and, you know, there's a lot of great things about Instagram, but why I say it failed is because everybody just stays on the platform. So even though we're like engaging more on Instagram and, you know, getting like hits and followers, the point of all this is to get people to the website. <laughs> so that's where I think it's kind of failing because everything happens within the, you know, within Instagram. Maybe they'll change when we start selling a product or a service, but as of right now, I kind of think it's, you know, maybe we should scale back and not really put so much emphasis on Instagram. So next month, what I'll be working, well, Twitter, um, I think that adding threats to Twitter has been really great. And then tagging people uh, have been, you know, something that has been helpful, even though Twitter's not pushing as much into the website as before, but it has happened. So we'll continue to work on that. Reddit, is uh something else I'll be working on but I'm also kind of cautious maybe I'll change I'll change that for Quora I feel like um I don't think reddit is really where we're gonna find our community um and you know Pinterest (laughs) Uh, probably focusing more on it um I've been doing my best with creating fresh pins every day which is huge it's like um I think it's really huge and I've been able to get it down to maybe, um, an hour. So I do all the fresh content within an hour and then I post it for, you know, seven days, which is like amazing. Sometimes it's even like 10 days depending on the content. Uh, so I think that's super great. Okay. Let's talk about load speed. Okay. Load speed is something that we're going to continue to do. we're, We still have our SMART goals, right, that we presented last time. Our main goal is to go all the way to the range of 90 to 100. We're going to look at the CDN, right, this month with Cloudways. Um, And we're going to shoot to get it to the 90 to 100 within July. So somewhere in July, we're going to get to 90 to 100. And I was looking at the statistics, like how... uh, when Google, when you go into Google uh, site speed and they actually give you a really nice report and like you were talking before about uh, plugins and JavaScripts, that's exactly the feedback that they were giving us. And so I, I really want to look into kind of all those bullet points of how we can improve. Uh, But I think the first thing is talking to Cloudways because that's the purpose, I think, of the CDN, right? Is to make things faster and uh, something's going on. So I think that's going to be our first place to go uh, because we have seen it in the green, I think, in the past, right? Yeah. Yeah. When we first implemented the CDN, it was in the green almost instantly. So I think something is going on with the CDN. And so I think that's going to be the first step because it might be the easiest <laughs> to tackle. All right, I'm going to uh, include a wait list pretty soon so you can start looking at uh, the courses. The first course that I've been working on has been social media because it's such a headache. And when I talk to other creators, I notice that they have really great content, so super knowledgeable, super engaging, and they either don't know how to navigate social media or they just don't promote themselves. They're comfortable promoting an affiliate or saying, I really love this product. I really love this service. When it comes to them promoting themselves, it's just a complete mind block. And, um, you know, it's, it's, um, It's kind of a loss of talent, right? Because there's so many great courses, and people just, you know, just don't find them uh, because of poor marketing. And that's one thing that I really want to fix. And I know that um, social media is always changing. So it's super hard to kind of get a handle of it. And doing it all by yourself is um, kind of, it could be a time sucker for sure. Um, so I don't want that to happen to anyone. And I just have like a quick and easy way to kind of get ahead of it. And any tips for vloggers this month? <laughs> I feel like, you know what? It's summer. Um, If you do take a week off, if you take two weeks off, no one's going to (laughs) notice because it's like it's dipping anyhow. Um, And so find a way to relax, find a way to laugh, really enjoy summertime, because we only get it, you know, a couple of months out of the year. So really enjoy it. And we are still being like pretty cautious as far as like COVID and stuff. Um, So we do go out like I mentioned like the beach and we go swimming and we do all those stuff. but we do also spend time at home and while I'm at home I've been enjoying watching the Olympic trials <laughs> I feel like that that's kind of like the highlight is watching you know the Olympic trials and it's I've um, what is it called the, the flipping and the gymnastics yeah I, I've never done gymnastics in my life but I get such a rush watching it. And so like gymnastics has been like something that I just follow. Um, as far as like like running and swimming and all that. But I don't know. Gymnastics, there's just something super magical for me about it. So I've been enjoying that. Do
0: you wanna- yeah, I think the tip about taking care of your health and wellness is uh, really important. Um, summertime is like when you want to chill out and relax. So for me... Uh, it's usually like we go out for a swim. So I like swimming. <laughs> uh, that is a way to relax. Other than that, I, you can usually find me playing games. Uh, that is one way to decompress too for me. But other than that, um, I, something that I've picked up over the past couple of years is reading. So I enjoy reading about things, uh, enjoy learning a lot uh so i i am usually into a book reading about stuff
1: thanks so much for listening to us and i just want to you know give a big shout out to people that have continued to listen to the episodes i've noticed that you know on sundays when this goes live i usually get two or more uh listens automatically like on that Sunday, I'll check it by like noon and there's already like two or three listens. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And we want to hear from you. So whatever way is the best to communicate, just kind of, you know, reach out to us, whether that's voice message on Anchor or on the website. Uh, we're happy to hear from you. And there's There has to be a way that is going to be the easiest to connect with us and, and we're going to see it. Okay. We are looking out for you and thanks so much. We just love sharing this with you. Thank you for connecting with us. It's always a pleasure and privilege to share time with you.
0: Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform where you can consume our podcasts and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and comment on the blog post.
1: You can find the show notes by going to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash show notes. I'm your co-host, Anna.
0: And this is your co-host, Chaitanya. Thanks for joining us and listening to us today. I hope you have a wonderful day.